0: Welcome into the Real Kipper and Bourne show. We are live on Sportsnet 590, Sportsnet 360, and Sportsnet Plus from 4 to 6, as always. And download our show when you can't catch it live. Right, Sammy? Come on, snap out of it, Sammy. The weekend's over, buddy. (laughs) Your (laughs) Bills lost. Your
1: Leafs lost. Snap out of it. I'm not even a Bills fan. I just like, I like, uh, I root for the entire... AFC. I like the conference. That's the most pathetic thing I've ever heard. I I don't really care about any team, but I like all the AFC teams, so I root for the whole conference. Okay, yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Listen, I don't know what to tell you. Will you guys have a good weekend? Outside of the sports. Good weekend. Justin Bourne. We got Frank the Tank. We got Derek
0: Brandale. We got a great two hours. We're going to dissect the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, in the second hour. Yeah. We'll bring it to a wider picture on what the heck's going on in Chicago. We're going to have a a good conversation on Corey Perry. I don't know that we are. Yeah, we are. Does anyone, No, I'm we? telling you, we are going to okay. have a hey, very listen, good conversation you're the boss,
1: man, I'm on just, Corey Perry. I, I actually am the producer, and I might mix that conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see where that's going. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> who do we have in the second hour? Brian Lawton. Brian Lawton. Yeah, old friend Everything, yeah. former NHL player, agent, general manager, analyst. This guy's done it all, so he's going to help us figure out what's going on at Edmonton and Chicago. As well, and of course, JB, Yeah, we go from a ton of momentum coming out of Sweden, and then seven days later, it's like a distant memory. Mm -hmm. All that energy coming out of Sweden, King of Sweden, Willie Nylander, (laughs) all of it. They go to Chicago, manage to lose a game in overtime, Mm -hmm. albeit get a point, but now they come home off of a regulation loss Saturday night dropping a 3-2 decision to the Pittsburgh Penguins. And where are we today?
2: I mean, you know, if you look back at those Sweden games, I don't think we sat down in here and went, they were great, weren't they? They sure looked great. So I think we're kind of where it was headed, but we're not in a great place. If you're a Leaf fan today, I don't think you feel super positive about things. Maybe you don't feel terrible. You're in there on the game on Saturday. You get a point on Friday, but you don't feel good today. mid I would say that's exactly how I feel about the Leafs right now.
0: So we got a ton to cram into this Leaf Edition yeah. hour on our show. Yeah. You you guys want to get into like the nuts and bolts of Saturday night, or do you want to go? Wh- why the heck did Brad Tree Living speak today?
2: Well, that's interesting too. Why don't we start with the game Saturday, and then get to the big picture stuff? Okay, I, you know what.
0: I want No, no. I'm so nervous right now that we're going to start on things that we liked or didn't like Saturday night. We're going to run out of time. That's uh, my... Well, my, that's, that's true, too. So, okay. Why don't we start with Saturday night? Because Because okay. uh, for what? How many times now is this the sixth time this season where Austin and Mitch mm-hmm. were both held without a point? Is that where you start yeah. off of Saturday night? Like, at the end of the day, we can sit there and break down a few different things that we saw out of it, but... Is this what people are talking about?
2: This is it. Yeah, it's the, the first line struggles. And it's not just that they, haven't lo- that they didn't score in that game. It's that the process underneath the results are not good. Kip, Right now, this group, you know, uh, Jonas Siegel, his article today, mentions that there's eight groups, eight lines on the Leafs that have played 30 minutes. This line that you're talking about, the top line, the Matthews and, and Marner line, is second from the bottom in terms of generating shots. So they're not generating anything. Only the Reeves line generates less than them. So it's process, not just results, for me. They are performing poorly, legitimately. So you know that is a major
0: issue. How how can that be? How can how can there? And listen, I I, I only go by my analytics. Is optics right? What I see, and I I told you that I've never seen them without the puck less.
2: Yeah, that's what you don't like. And, they don't have it ever.
0: Uh, that, to me, is the biggest concern is, of course, you. There's. You, you, I, I've never seen Mitch Marner in the past five or six years chasing yeah. the puck like I have this year. Well, one thing I think of, and this is not to excuse
2: Matthews and Marner, but, like, Hyman's job was go get it. Go stop BF1 stop the breakout. And bunting, you know, you don't have to love him. But he went in hard after the puck, at least got tangled up. And, you know, Marner Matthews like to come through his F2 and pick that puck clean and start it. I don't know that Nyes does that the same way for them. You know, he's another guy who's probably more like them in terms of likes to shoot it and likes to have it.
0: He's just trying to figure out his game sure. at the NHL
2: level, isn't sure. he? he hasn't played 20 games in the league yet. Well, maybe he has, whatever. hasn't played 30 games in the league yet, whatever number you want to set it at.
0: You're close. Thank whatever you. Whatever it is, you're very well, I'm close. I'm in the ballpark.
2: So, yeah. That is maybe an issue, but I do think that that excuses them a little bit when they turn the puck over. It Feels like every time they have it, they feel disconnected, they feel distant, they're not
1: tight. So to, no more. To me, the Marner conversation amongst my buddies, amongst Leafs fans on my on Twitter and text line, everything that we get has reached a fever pitch here now. Well,
0: Marner. we know where yeah. we know where it's heading. That uh,
1: he's he, in the crosshairs. Right no, now. he yeah, he's. He's he's going to be your buddy's whipping boy, yeah. Right now, well, Klingberg's hips don't work. Uh, you know, they don't have a traditional guy that they can put everything on at the moment. Reeves has been in and out of the lineup. That's a conversation piece that's been taken away. But why been is that?
0: Why, why is Way it better. you and your buddies go to Mitch Marner first and 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 put the weight on him? And wh- where is where is Matthews and I, I even, think... even Tavares to a, a lesser degree? And Tavares for the most part has been producing, but. Why? Why Marner before
1: Matthews? To me, this year more than other years, where they've taken it on the brunt. I think both of them are more deserving this year than it has been in years past. I think a lot of years past, people maybe got harder on Marner with Matthews' production, and it was easier to kind of point to Marner. I don't know what it is about him. Listen, it's a it's a personality thing. It's I just think it's a lot of the way he is. I don't know what makes the difference it between him and Matthews, like, but, Matthews it's, but it's is there.
0: Matthews always gets a little bit of a free pass compared to Marner.
1: I think part of it
2: is if your job is to be kind of the silky facilitator guy who handles the puck a lot, you know, when neither of them are producing, you feel like you're getting more out of the bigger guy who hits people and wins face-offs and has, like, a bit different element for Marner, when it's not happening on that offensive side, it's tougher to see what he's doing well.
0: It, you know, Which, it, it, to your point, I've always said that. Like, and I don't know. Sometimes you've agreed, and sometimes you probably yeah. haven't. But like, if, if, as Austin has said on our show, if Mitch is going, you know, uh, he's the he's the, the the stick that stirs the drink. Yeah, and you. It, you've, yes. it just seems like even Willie. Willie's having a career year. He's been awesome. But it's not good enough to drag everybody with him. Mm. Marner's had more of a, the effect of, I can take more people with me with my play than possibly anybody else on the roster. And, and I, th- I also is, think that, you know, is that fair to say? Go ahead, Barney.
2: Well, I just think the difference too, Kip, is like Matthew's numbers kind of look like, even though it's, he's had three hat tricks and that's why his numbers look good, they kind of look like what you expect. You know, like he's at 14 goals, which is second or third in the league. And, you know, it kind of feels like he's kind of on track to have one of his seasons. Whereas Marner, you know, we haven't seen him. What do you have last year for point streak? Like 23 games, 25 games, yeah. whatever it was. Record. Yeah. And he's had points in two of the last seven games. You know, so well, it just it's feels not like good. That's not who Marner is. He only has
0: five goals you know, on pace for his rookie season numbers. And Matthews is right there beside him, right, with those same similar numbers. Yeah, points-wise he is, but yeah. not
2: goal-wise, which is what you think of Matthews, I think. So it just feels, I don't know, it feels like the production for Marner is not the same, even though you're right. Statistically,
1: they're not too far off from one another. But I think to your point, Kipper, that the high, high, high end of Marner is one of the best players like in the league. When he's going, when he's going, he's going, I guess is the clip that we use all the time. And when it's not there, I think it's just that he set such a high standard for himself that all Leaf fans kind of know what he looks like when he's going. And when he's not, mm-hmm. it's really noticeable. And like you said, he drags a whole team with him when he's on it, and he just hasn't been on it. And he's got the points he's producing, which it's hard to really you know quantify. I don't know really how you do it, but it just hasn't been good. On that subject let 's go to Sheldon Keith for our first
0: kipper's clipper of the week clip one on from Keith
3: nah, I mean all guys want to score guys want to win you know um, I thought that line was good today that 's interesting right we 're we're getting all sorts of questions about these guys and <clears throat> you know I think I think we all agree that they could you know they can play better they 've set such a high standard they can play better, but yet here we are you know uh. One of the many reports I get before every game, I'm reading through them here before the game, and I look at one of them. I look at is our five on five scoring this season, and at the top of the list is Mitch Marner. So, guy here that we say is you know hasn't played his best hockey and has all the hardest matchups every single night, yet is at the top of our team in five on five scoring. So it's interesting how it all works out. Um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll stay with stay building our group and building our game, but. Uh, Let's, let's let's not pile on the negatives here.
0: You know what? I'm I'm glad he said that because I think if if you if you start piling on, if it's one thing within social media or or what talk radio or whatever you want to call it is out there on on Mitch Martyr, But if that guy starts piling on Mitch, it's the, Mitch is the one guy that I think is ultra sensitive mm-hmm. that it could even drag him down even more. And Kelly Rudy, I think had a clip Saturday night on just his body language. Yeah. And, and that, you can the, just see how it's wearing on the guy. He's not having any fun. There's no joy. I'm not sure where he is in his space right now. But fun on his meter is really on the low side. Yeah. I will
2: say the one thing that I see on in my own social media, Kip, is people saying, you know, about a clip like that from Keith is like, why do these guys continually get that pass? And that's great from Keith that he's doing it verbally there. Yeah. I think that the complaint isn't the verbal part. It's that if they're not working for a game, can we send out power play two to start a power play for, for a shift? Could we not have them out there for the, on a back-to-back for 24 minutes in a game or whatever it may be? I think there's frustration because you talk about accountability. People don't feel like Kucherov gets benched in Tampa Bay or
0: Meyer gets benched in New Jersey. We just never see it. We've had this conversation. I I don't get it. it I don't understand No matter how they play. You're right. You're right. So before you attack anybody verbally, how about just doing the one thing that means the most to them and take away their, their ice? Yeah. You know, that's
2: probably that should happen at some point. And I guess the next solution there is a bigger picture one is shuffling them up and they've done that right like yeah. as of tomorrow night um word is that Nylander has gone up and taken um Marner's place Marner's going to play with Tavares and Bertuzzi Bertuzzi by the way has been the best of the top six for well outside of Willie
1: yeah
3: for I don't know the last six seven. or seven
0: games yeah, yeah. And- all right let's let's go to Sheldon Keefe on the clip two on shuffling the lines
3: I just were coming back off uh, four road games in a row here now come back home so it's a chance to kind of reset and obviously we've been talking a lot about about that group just been great reluctance on my part to, to make a change uh, to the Tavares group in particular and with Willie in particular who's you know found uh, really found a nice groove his game's been going so well that you're reluctant to make a change to him and, and his situation you don't want to you don't want to Affect guys who are rolling and feeling good in order to, to uh, you know, to boost other groups. But I think the time is right, and even for Willie himself, uh, he's kind of, you know since coming back from Sweden the weekend, I don't think it's gone as well for him. Uh, so just the, the time is right there. Okay, it's really just a change that
0: we've seen how many times over the course of five years when it's like either Willie with. Matthews or Willie with Tavares, but that, is, that, is that really a,
1: a, a, a big change? Well, what I, there's two things I hear in that clip, and I agree with you first on that, where it's like, yeah, I mean, you don't, you're not reinventing the wheel here, but you're flipping the wingers no. that you do once or twice a year every year. Yeah, so I agree with you on that. Yeah, you would
2: anyone on your beer league decide yeah. with the
1: lines, they're like, yeah.
2: fix, flip these guys. Flip the, flip the lines,
1: yeah. yeah. The other thing that, you know, listening to him say there and kind of bringing Willie into it, is that maybe he is trying to soften the blow again for for Mitch, that it's not the reason they're changing it is for Mitch. Like, Willie's been really good in both games since coming back. did he play 26 minutes on Saturday yeah, night? Yeah, it's interesting he said Listen, it. I,
0: I, I like, I've said this about Mitch Marner. Nobody should be playing 26 minutes.
1: It's, it's, it's too much. It's absurd. Yeah, no, no, but it's Willie, just Willie played 26, a
2: career high by two minutes I for know, Willie. I
1: know, I know. Which
2: is... But 2 minutes, high? But if you
1: don't think he's good, you're not going to be playing him 26 minutes. So I don't necessarily believe him when he's saying that that's one of the reasons he's changing it. Right. Is what I'm getting at here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. You don't play a guy 26
2: minutes if you think he's no good. Hasn't been great since we came back. Get back on the ice. <laughs> yeah, shoot another like, one in
0: the net. Yeah. I, I'd rather see him shuffle nine guys up. And, like, don't designate a a, a bona fide number one, two, or your third line have yeah. have three <laughs> mids. Seriously, <laughs> no, I completely agree. Have three mids and say, guys, stop chasing your points. Stop acting like cookie monsters. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't matter if if we lock up. If our analytics tell us we are doing better jobs of taking away the slot chances. What's the big like? Who cares if you give up one glaring or two glaring errors every night that end up in your net? Mm-hmm. Like, hey. How about tomorrow night against Florida? Try to win a game one nothing. I don't care. Yeah. But when I you better when it I watch you, you go up one nothing in Pitt, and I don't know if you remember the the, the goal clearly the the Gensel uh, tap in.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure do. That was it came off
0: two hundred feet of just a colossal error. And I think uh, I think uh, Kevin Bieksa talked about you know maybe Brody
2: not uh, taking. Yeah, guy, exactly. Yeah.
0: But for me. The, the glaring error was the rush in. Mm-hmm. If you really looked at it, it was it was Nice bringing the puck through the neutral zone mm-hmm. and he's the closest man with him is Mitch Marner on the far side, mm-hmm. so they've established as the as the f one and f two on the play mm-hmm. which nice puts it in deep, ends up behind the net. Mitch goes to support him, and Austin, who should have known. Inside the red line, that he is the third man high decides to go chase another goal, and all three of them end up below the goal line. Mm-hmm. And now Mitch, as an F two, looks at his center man, and goes, "Ah, hey, he's not the responsible one, and I got to go cover his ass." And he almost and he does actually make it back until uh, until Morgan Riley decides to I don't know let Gensel get behind him, mm-hmm. and then all bets are off after that. But it's like. Hey, Austin, where are you going? Where are you going? How how does the number 1 line against Crosby end up 3 below their goal line? That's just inexcusable. Play the right way.
2: Yeah, you know, like I I don't know the rush exactly or how that played out, but it is indicative of, you know, it was funny, one of the quotes that Austin had about their line struggling was that sometimes it's uh it's effort related, it's not skill related. And I don't know if he's talking about his teammates on his line or himself or what, but it's a pretty strange thing to say about your own group. So, I don't know. I think it's good for them both.
0: See, for me, it's, it's between the ears. Yeah. A, a lot of what I see is between the ears, which, you know, includes Robertson deciding to go back to Brody on the uh, Achari mm-hmm. goal. Yeah, and
2: and again, Brody, not great on that play either. You know, he doesn't make a great choice once he's put in a tough spot. He didn't
0: want that puck at all. No,
2: he he looks like he doesn't want the puck, period. So, you know, a lot of it is you zoom out with this team right now. And, you know, I was having a Twitter exchange with Luke Azdick this morning about how it's kind of tough to know what teams are good right now because it feels like flat cap for so many years has limited how much better you can get. But the draft, the way it is, kind of helps the bottom teams. So it feels like there's 25 teams in this pack with a couple outliers above and below. And the Leafs are kind of in that pack right now. There's a lot to sort out. And so you can understand why Brad Tree Living has a press conference today to explain what's going on. Where are we, you know, are we, can you fix some of these problems? Because this is, they have problems here this year for the first time in a while. Yeah.
0: Okay. You mentioned um general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Met the media and had this on his overview of the season so far. Clip one.
4: Well, there's two things. There's standings, which is number one, and then how you're playing. And uh, I think, from a manager's perspective, you're always looking at how you're playing. Um, to me, it's it's we've been we've been hit and miss. There's it's there's been some inconsistency in our game, right? Which um, is a little concerning at the area that we. Is an area that we'd like to clean up and, and improve upon. Is is you want to try to put that same game on the ice, period after period, game after game. And I think you know the one encouraging sign is I think we've we've you know when you look at a lot of the data that we look at, our, our defensive play and what we're giving up has gotten better. Uh, it needs to continue to get better, um, but I think overall there's still there's still gaps in our consistency of how we played. And that's, that would be my, through the first quarter of the season, um, that would probably be my overwhelming theme is we, we just got to become more consistent as a group.
1: Mike, that doesn't happen.
2: That doesn't, you don't just, teams like this just don't suddenly, you know, when you have mediocre talent below your elite guys, it doesn't suddenly figure it out every game, or that's elite talent. Like, that's not the re- going to be the solution here. Is that the re- reason
1: they're inconsistent is because they're not They're not good that enough great. to be good
2: all the time. Yeah. You know, so it's not going to happen. So if the plan is to let Robertson, Domi, and yarncrock play well consistently, you, I got bad news for how it's going to go.
0: All right, let's go to another clip on improving the team. Can he do it?
4: I think that's your job all the time—is you're trying to help your team. Now, you know the idea that you're always just going to trade yourself out of out of issues isn't isn't realistic. Um, you know, coming in here, obviously, we we, we we did some things over the course of the summer. Um, some have gone well. Some are, are are work in progress. Some haven't gone as well. Um, so you take us. You take a look at where you're at. And you're always trying to find ways to help help the team I got to learn you know part of this is learning the group we have um, but certainly you know you're always looking at ways to to make yourself better and and at what cost and and all those types of things so that's that's an everyday everyday part of the job
2: so he talked about the uh you know, there are some things that have worked out, some things that are a work in progress, and some things that haven't worked
0: out. Okay, So, let's. 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 <laughs> let's get into it. Okay. All the, right. Let's go with what's worked well, because we know where where it hasn't worked out well and where it's headed.
2: Right. So, what's worked well, I will say that I think Tyler Bertuzzi looks like a player that could be worth $5.5 million if he plays like
1: this the rest of the way. I've loved him in the last three weeks.
2: Yeah. He runs into some people. He gets some points. He's around the crease. He's excited and engaged emotionally. Yeah. What have you thought? Yeah. You don't see him as no, no,
0: no, no, no. Outside of Willie, the last six or seven games, definitely the most noticeable guy around the net for sure. Yeah, you know, takes the man. Yeah, makes plays. He's goes hard a to the net. Guy. It's uh, guy. He, he, he's engaged. Yeah,
2: I mean, outside of that, the Matthews extension I like.
0: Um, beyond, you know, like Domi. Domi for the most part is a serviceable guy that could play up or down your lineup. I know the goals haven't been there, but to me, Max, I never saw as a guy locked into a uh a, a role. I just saw him as a guy that can move in and out of your lineup and, yeah. and make plays. And for the most part, I think he's 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 done his job. I think
2: he is has found his stride and he is making plays and he is you know he can do some things on the offensive side of the puck that they haven't had for depth and he you know multiple times this year he's broken open open a game with a play so really nice for them to have that I mean I would like a goal he's, at some point he's a small guy and he's not physical yeah. he will he will like engage engage but he is a small guy who's not First physical of all, we do- and he yeah. is not defensively
0: attuned. Well, he's got another one that's challenged, I think, uh, f- like Robertson. Nick Robertson. 100%. Yes, and I
2: agree. he does
0: not have 600 games under his belt, like M. max or the no. experience.
2: No, no. And so I think my point with Domi is like, if you could play him with a couple of guys who are those things, who maybe... <laughs> hate to say it, but like a Sam Lafferty hypothetically. Oh, but, you know, whether it's a Gregor, <laughs> I really like Gregor, and I think he could work with Domi. They both have great speed. And, I don't know, someone else who can play defensively. I think Domi can be a part of a workable third line. But I don't like him when there's other people like him on his line.
0: Okay. Uh, that leaves us Ryan Reeves and, and John Greg, Klingberg. And Gregor,
1: though. Gregor's, Gregor's been a great yeah, spot. No, Gregor's
0: a yeah. good, good depth guy. No, I don't know, brains. he had another breakaway. The guys yeah. had, like... Ten breakaways, <laughs> can at the side of a barn, but he,
2: he'll get involved in a scrum. <laughs> can't, yeah, can't
0: score and, no. and put the puck in the ocean. But but it's like Michael it's Grabner.
2: It's like if he gets six thousand breakaways, maybe he'll figure it out one year and score yeah, thirty. But I Gre- know.
1: But if Gregor could score, he'd be making six million dollars.
2: Right. That's why he got he it be, for nothing. Yeah, he'd be rich. Yeah.
0: As before, we get into Klingberg. As far as Ryan Reeves goes, this is what I envisioned with him in and out of the lineup at times can send a message, at time sits. It's like, I'm not sure he should be as big as a disappointment as he seems to be to others. You know what, Kip? If he was on a one-year deal, I think people would
2: be very happy at 1.3. Is that what it is? 1.35? 1.3. 1.3, 1.3. 1.3, people would be like, all right, he's in another lineup, comes in when we need him, great. Yeah, great. But when you sign a guy for three years, you kind of think you're going to get a guy you want to use all the time. That's
0: all. Sheldon gave us the impression that he was going to be an
1: everyday fourth liner. Is that is was that a mistake? In, he did the. Yeah. He really did that in training camp. Yes, and coming out of training camp and into the first few games of the season, he wouldn't stop raving about him. Wouldn't stop talking. He did look he, very good. He really built him up big time throughout the first yeah. few, there few were weeks. Issues of the in, score, in New by York. The way, I'm rooting for him. Th- like, there, 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 were issues,
0: there were issues on other teams that he didn't play all the time that he needed to be a healthy scratcher speed was an issue keeping up with it was an issue yeah, yeah so i mean I, to me he's he's okay i i get it maybe it, fans want him to be more engaged when he's on uh just be be more of a threat you know don't don't have to fight we know the league today you don't have to fight all just the like time, see you annoying but people just all the time. A threat. Yapping. But outside of that, I don't think he, people should be overly, you know, disappointed.
1: The Chicago game, I know he scores, so it's easy to say that. But outside of the goal, let's just forget that. What the Chicago game looked like for Ryan Reeves is what I pictured. Yeah. Where he plays like around 10 minutes, runs into a few guys, Gets in a couple old, scrums, like a like a kind of a line thing where he's out there and he's with got Seth Jones wrapped up and he's leaning on guys. He's running into people. Yeah, That's you what want I you want
2: people playing the Leafs because of Reeves to go. Oh, yeah, exactly. Sucks. Not he's like, gonna be
1: all over me again. Not like Cookie Night. you're right. like, oh wait, I can't wait to blow by him. Yeah. So
0: you didn't like the term on the Ryan Reeves. Love the turn. On John Klingberg, and but maybe not the 4.1 million that came with it. Let's go to Brad Tree living uh, clip three on his prize oh, cool. signing on the blue line. Yeah,
4: it's true. First of all, we didn't anticipate. You know, this wasn't something that we. You know, we've we knew the player was injured, and we went and signed him anyhow. Um, we knew the history of the player, but we, you know, he's we didn't anticipate that there was going to be an issue. He got. He got injured, you know, sort of the event, if you would be. I think it was in the Florida game or it was on that first road trip. I think it was the first road trip, right? We went to Florida, Tampa. Um, and, and so it just it hasn't, it hasn't improved. Um, so what John's doing now is we're going we're gonna to have, I hate to say it because in case you don't have it, but I, I, I anticipate we're going to have clarity this week. You Did you
1: guys catch it? Let 's hear we'll one. Oh, the, the very start, of course,
2: the
0: reason why you talked to the media to clarify, I did not sign a hurt player hundred percent yeah, the, this wasn't I'm about the fool here. this wasn't about uh the this wasn't pull. about the quarter <laughs> poll this yeah. wasn't about uh you know, can you fix it with a trade? This is you dummies are saying you signed a hurt guy This is me coming out and telling you guys i'm not the idiot, everybody thinks I am signing this guy. Yeah, you're we so didn't right. know. Yeah.
1: We didn't know. Yes. He was
2: healthy when we signed him.
1: Yes. He had normal hips. We were aware After of his someone, history, yeah. but he his history wasn't happening right now.
0: We, we were aware we didn't anticipate of it that
4: there was going to be an issue right? he got. Yeah. And yeah, this that's is That's exactly right.
0: We're not making crap up. We're not circumventing anything. That guy came in, we thought he was 100% fine. There were no issues. So don't accuse us of any, anything. And he's hurt his hips. He's had hip injections. It ain't working. He's
2: probably not going to play. We're going to clarify that next week.
0: We know where this is heading. Yeah. Okay.
2: With 4.1 million in cap space for the Leafs. Yeah. Which, by the way... Is and a little bit like a kid getting their allowance, you know, or something, you know, or payday, where you're like, "Oh, buddy, how yeah, do but, I get to spend no, this? I hope, I hope, no, hope Tree
1: living no. doesn't go to the this Quickie Mart and spend This is me on it. the
0: first tee, cranking <laughs> at three twenty into the woods, begging for a mulligan. <laughs> please, Sammy, please, JB, yeah. breakfast, breakfast ball, ball, please. There it is. You had Brad to, Tree living course. sat today and said we didn't know, but I got a breakfast ball. Yeah
1: re t, Yeah. re try to, again. He ain't hitting three off the tee. But you better not, you know, pull hook it into the other side of the way. <laughs> yeah, you're going to go play the next yeah. one. <laughs> 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 or else I'm coming, you're hitting five off the tee. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. No, so that it will be interesting to know how they choose to utilize Very that. Very easily. I can
1: answer that question for you. A man who plays defense. Yeah. A defensive man would be ideal. Uh, they need one of them. They do. Quite badly. So... You know that's
2: uh, that part remains to be seen, but it is worth noting too. He did say he, he this isn't something you can trade your way out of, which also kind of gets my back up a little bit, just because.
0: No, we're allowed he, to make you know, trades. I know he is, but you know the truth is, JB, there's it's just so hard. It's just really. Oh, but really? It, yeah, it is hard. Hard. That's why okay, you're making Do hard make-
1: things. Yeah. You're making millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. And you have a team
0: you have that- one of
2: thirty-two premier jobs in the league. All right,
0: that's all I had was it was really hard. I can't back it up <laughs> yeah. after
1: what you guys just asked. You are the first year manager of a tr- very prestigious franchise with sky high expectations, and you're sneaky floundering here. Yeah. You've got five regulation wins in nineteen games. Five regulation wins through nineteen games, is that right? That's correct. That's not very many. And, you know, it's like, oh, it's hard. I get that, that it's hard. Pick up the phone again. Like, it's, it's. they need some help defensively. You know, but it doesn't
2: feel like they need the defibrillator. Like, they don't need to trade Mitch Marner for UC Soros or, you know, whatever insane thing is out there on hockey HF boards. Yeah.
1: Oh. (laughs) You think
0: soon? (laughs) See what happens after Florida.
1: There's, you don't think they
0: would
1: trade one of those guys mid-season? Listen, you—you you,
0: you well, just will, said you, it. You, you want to ma- make millions being the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs? You look at everything.
2: I also don't think you can see how people talk about the guy who just got fired and come in and do the same things, which is just go, "Ah, the core will figure it out." The core hasn't figured it out.
0: Before you even have a conversation on trading anybody. Let's figure out what he's going to do with Willie Nylander. He also spoke to the media. Clip number four, Derek Brandale.
4: Well, I'm not going to delve into, you know, I think you guys will get to know me. I I, I try to give you as much as I possibly can, but I'm not going to to get into those discussions other than say nothing's changed in our end. We continue to, you know, our desire and our hope at the end of the day is we're going to get Willie signed. And there's a process that you go through. Um, Willie's had a tremendous start to the year, but you know, I I think he's a he's a I don't think this is just a hot start. I think he's a really good player. And uh I stated from day 1 here uh, our our objective was to get Austin signed. We got him signed. Our objective is to get Willie signed and we're working at it. So um you know, he said it he had a great start. Great for him, great for us. But that doesn't change in any way. You know, we just continue to work way at it.
2: I think he just said we can and we will about Willie. I think he
1: was he mentioned hot start like four times.
2: Yeah. I'm looking at Willie's career numbers. So he's at 19 uh, games this year, 27 points. His career games played is 540 and points are 450, basically. He hasn't been a point-per-game guy. So I think it would be ner- nerve-wracking to be negotiating with a guy at his absolute career peak right now. Mm-hmm. If your are trees, like, if I drag this out, is he going to come back to earth a little bit and maybe see our side a little bit
0: more? Even if he comes down... The price ain't coming down with him. You don't think? No. No. I've been around this game long enough to watch these type of guys negotiate, and the price of poker never comes down. Yesterday's price (laughs) is not today's price.
1: (laughs) 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 He is gonna get his money. Well, he said in that clip, he's like, Well, we haven't changed. Well, I hope he changed. Hope he went a little north. Yeah, you know, yeah, fair enough. E- even if it
0: comes back down to earth a little bit, he is a dynamic talent
1: that people pay to go see. Popular in this market. They know how much people Aren't love him. Are you worried about selling tickets here, Kip?
0: Uh, yeah, I am. I'm I sorry? Am. I am, yeah. You think they, what? I am worried about people still... Shelling out big bucks and not getting and getting more Gregors than Nylanders. I do wonder
2: if that's not okay. a major fear and of I, why you haven't seen a Nylander or Marner trade is because they go, listen, do you guys know what people pay to see?
0: I grew up in this town. Okay, I, I've watched it evolve. The price, the demand for tickets, has always been there, but eventually, it's gonna. It's going to hit a break point. I honestly believe that because, first of all, the generations always were able to pass tickets on to their children and grandchildren. That, that's going to stop the fact that you need eighty grand, yeah, <laughs> if you want to pick them up. Now, that didn't happen before. I think there's always a concern in this town that you know, we we can tap in big money, mm-hmm. but they 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 got to feel like they're getting something worth but <laughs> paying for still.
1: That that should always be a concern from MLSE. Couldn't it go the other way too though with this core kip? Because I do sense a lot of apathy towards this team in terms of people being frustrated with the same team doing the same things for seven straight years here. Like we're having this we could be doing a show from Yeah,
2: this is twenty nineteen or twenty twenty one or you know, whatever.
1: I think there's part of this where they go out and they trade one of these guys for a Top end D man and another guy to fill out the bottom half of their roster, where people are like, oh, okay, it's a different direction. This is something new. Like, one of the, a trade of one of these guys could renew some of the people in this family. I,
0: I can't agree, uh, disagree with that, Sammy. Like, Absolutely. It, it could 100% go that and, well, way, too. Until
1: it doesn't work, until and they stick. start losing. Yeah. Until then, the Butcher D man he traded Mitch Marner for can't but, make a breakout pass. What is Agreed going with that.
0: against them if they re sign Willie at $11 million is we've got ample proof that it doesn't work already. Mm hmm. Why are you. What if
2: the same you, thing
0: was more expensive? Right?
2: <laughs> you know, it's yes. Like, it's just like, not more expensive. I know this like, doesn't work. It's my but grocery what bill.
0: Yeah. And to your point, you know, there's a lot of people that are saying, don't do it. You've already proven that you can't win with four uh, $10 million players up front. Why do you want to pay more for it? So, to your point, I think there is maybe a, a break point where one of them may have to go. Yeah. Wonder, but I just yeah.
1: don't think he can do that. Middle of a season, yeah. Like the, you know, let's see where this team is in
0: the middle of the season. Well, before you say that,
2: I, just checking in here to report that the Detroit Red Wings got hot.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're not bad.
2: Yeah, I believe they won. Did they win again yesterday? Yes, they did. They beat Boston. So the Red Wings have now caught and passed the Leafs in the standings, and that's not like some. You know, more games, less games. They played one more game, they got two more points than the Leafs. So they are in the third spot in the Atlantic. Oof. The Leafs are in the last wild card spot. And I'm you know, gonna say
1: those standings are pretty.
2: That's about where they've bit they fit. So the East is very good. There's a lot of very good teams. You gotta win at a pretty good clip in this division. And
0: Listen the, my guess is that this could hit a hundred points to make, to playoffs. make the playoffs.
2: In the East. Well, in the East. Because it may be 90 to make it in the West.
0: Maybe less. Yeah, you think it could be that low, eh? I, I, Boys. Offhand, I'm looking at the West. I don't know if we can put it up on a board or not, but like, okay, we. Here come we, we, the we,
2: Oilers.
0: We, we buried the <laughs> Oilers at American Thanksgiving, but based on what I saw out of the Ducks. Look at these. Teams. The wild. How many games Ugh. have the wild lost? That is a dog Seven of the last nine <laughs> is the so, answer. Yeah, Oilers got to keep rolling here and, and yeah, string they do, some but major. are like,
2: six points behind yeah. a team that's played two more games than them. They're okay. not that far gone. Anyway. Sammy,
0: we're going to take a break here. Yeah, we should probably take. a break. We'll take a break, uh, and we still got plenty more to get into, including Saturday night. Like. Should we have not hyped up the Dubis versus the Leafs a little
1: bit more than... I'm so glad you brought this up. I want to get into
0: that. Why would we have hyped that up? Quiet. Ah. We're going to break. All right. We're going to get into it. After the break, you are watching and listening to Real Kipper and Born.
2: Your daily dose of everything NFL. It's the Fan Checkdown with Matt Marchese and Donovan Bennett. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Plenty of more on the Real Kipper and Bourne show, including our national hour, where we'll, we'll welcome in Brian Lawton, former NHL player, agent, analyst, talk Oilers, talk Corey Perry. Mm-hmm. Maybe get back into the Western Conference. Maybe they're not so dead in the water as we thought. Maybe. Yeah. But. Good weekend. We left, uh, to commercial break, talking about, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins and, and Kyle Dubas. And I don't know, is it just us that didn't really make that big of a deal of Kyle versus the Leafs again? No, we had that
2: reaction show. We The Blackhawks had just played. We were doing a, a quick post quick hour. game. We only had
0: an hour. So, yeah, we were like, okay, but we had <laughs> we had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday no, of the week too. Nobody could have foreseen uh, the Saturday night game. Oh. But I, I think <laughs> hockey night. Our 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 crew here at SportsNet mm-hmm. did maybe five or six minutes at the beginning of it, but it just kind of fell by the wayside, I think. You know why? Did you not get that? Like you do your yeah. leaf
1: talk. Yeah. Did, were people out there talking about it? Well, it's funny. The first thing that Bunkus brought up to me on Leaf Talk, he like sent the tweet about Dubis and about the Dubis bowl. And my honest opinion was like I hadn't really thought about it that much. Like I really Yeah it, it, they're both just kind of mid both these teams, so, and that's what it is that it comes down to. It's so, like not one's really good, not one's really bad. They're just both kind of right down the middle. So, along.
0: The Leaf fans have kind of moved off of it. It just well, seems some, some have. It seems so far removed now. It's like, well, we got our own issues here. We don't have to worry about that. Yeah, or we don't need to be concerned with that because we got we got our own things that we got to fix on the team.
2: I don't know, there's an awful lot of people today doing work that's like, what would it look like if Duvis was still here? Or around that game, there was a lot of, what would it look like had he not been fired? Uh, Who cares?
1: Like, why does it matter? Because
0: you're a sports fan, and what you do is, you live in hypotheticals. I will say this, I I wished on on Saturday night would have seen a few more reactions. You know, when Carlson scored, it would have been great if they could have panned to... Tree, no, Spezza and Dubas doing hip chest bumps. And, <laughs> you know, that would have been kind of fun to watch.
1: Yeah, I think Lee fans would love that game. I'm sure they played well in Canada. My honest opinion is, like, there's so much of it, it goes around Sid to me and the Penguins, and they're just being like this, you know, not rivalry, but, like, Sid's played against the Leafs so much. And, you know, you not have that many matchups left. The Saturday night, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get bent out of shape about Dubas. It's a, it's a playoff series. Totally different animal. Yeah. Where it's like, you dial it up. I think it'll probably feel different in Toronto, too. I think they're coming here this in December, maybe December 16th. I want to say they're coming to Toronto. I think it'll feel different then. (laughs) But, like, I don't know. I I just...
0: Can we talk about 87 for a second? Because I think he ended up with, what, one assist? Yeah.
1: 66 Mm -hmm. 66 points in 50 games against the Leafs in his career.
0: Why is it every game looks the same with him? Mm -hmm. Where it's just... He's just... So solid. Yeah. He never like he never he never looks like he's having a really tough night. It doesn't feel like Sid
2: has to beat anyone one-on-one. You know what I mean? Like he takes what the game gives him a lot of time. Like the assist he got is on the rush. He makes a play to the trailer, who I believe made the play to the back door. That was his assist. Later in the game, he has a similar rush where he kind of looks for a similar thing. Instead of forcing a play to the net. I always think that John Tavares looks his best when he's beating guys one on one, when he's taking them on one on one. But that's bad. You don't want to really have really bad. Yeah, you don't want to have to beat guys one on one. Sid just kind of takes what's there for him and executes at a really high
1: rate. He could have had four assists. <laughs> <Like> he, <laughs> he set a <laughs> lot of guys up. They put that one on. Was it Gensel who wedged it into the crowd somehow from like in the blue? Right. For like he was firing it around.
0: him. Yeah. Listen, we we can debate greatest or not greatest. To me, he's the most complete player I think I've ever seen. Complete. Yeah, and competitive to go with that, right? no shortcuts. Never a shortcut. I wish wish Austin would have come out of Saturday night going, why can't I be more like Sid? You know, I do think
2: that that happens over careers. And Sid is different because he's Sidney Crosby and he's been like this. But, like, I don't know that Patrice Bergeron was looked at as the best defensive center in the league the first six years. He played seven, eight years. You know, I think, guy, that element of the game comes later. Would you not agree that that's not a guys don't guys well, develop he, that skill?
0: Yeah, like Sid, ch- cause Sid he's done it. Sid doesn't chase his points. He doesn't value yeah. points like I think he Austin does. Cups. Tavares does. Yeah. Mitch and probably Willie in a contract year. They value their cookies.
1: Yes, mm-hmm.
0: and Sid's not like
1: that. Probably would have been like that earlier in his career, though I would imagine. Maybe you know, yeah. But I think probably in the last like a... seven, eight but, years. So
2: then, this is a good point. That are these guys not at their point in the career where they're ready to say, Okay, I don't care about my cookies anymore. I just need to win, and people will respect that.
0: So my new priorities are this. I read that in uh, I don't know who did the ESPN. You know, when uh, on on Friday we mentioned that uh, Ovi said we saved the league. Yes. Okay, I, I, did you read the article? I did, yeah. Do, do you remember the Trotz, Barry Trotz quotes? Yep. What did he say?
2: Where he basically said that Alex changed where his priorities. It's not about the goals. Yeah.
0: We don't care. You know, it's not about the goals. It's about everything around it.
1: Wow. And he said, I think
0: Alex fun, is ready to fun, win now. He's got
1: a funny way of showing that his priorities change. He's well, 60 a year for like 50 years. Yeah. No, but,
2: he, but I, I, Trotz's point was that he stopped poaching in favor, you know, kind of Played, made the right decision It The goals won't
0: matter if you can't help us win in other areas of the ice. That's the point Trotz was trying to make. Yep. And, and I don't think Austin gets it just yet.
2: And I don't think you learn that until you do first it.
0: Because he's the highest paid guy in the league. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that could be. You know, you and I are on different sides of Matthews in that I think he's a good defensive
1: player. I don't, no, I, I don't. wouldn't say as much this year. I, yeah. think that, I think it slipped Listen, a little bit. My, well, my, that line has wait, wait.
0: been on for 14 goals, four, he, and 13 against. My issues aren't him defensively. Yeah. My issues are he's not a playmaker. He doesn't make plays. Mm-hmm. He wants to shoot the puck. He wants to put it in the net. I know. You want Brett Hall to set up. I don't want, oats. I don't want the <laughs> highest paid player in the league, <laughs> the highest paid number one centerman in the league, to end up with 30 assists on the season. It's not enough.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine, but that's a set, totally separate point yeah. from the defensive side mm-hmm. of the game and that commitment.
0: But it, it's all of it. It's just a complete player. Sid's a complete player. Like Sid's got, what, 25, 27 points? Sounds right. Like I think that. I think 23 or 24 are even strength.
2: Yes, I think Sid is actually leading the NHL in even strength okay. points, which I and will check Gensel's right now. Not too far off. yeah, Gensel's one behind. Yeah, actually, has two
1: more goals than assists. This and,
0: and where's 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 Austin and Mitch right now on even strength? Is
1: not high. Mitch yeah. is
0: still leading five on it's five the Leafs. points. The the Leaves, the Leafs. Yeah. but it's nowhere near the top centerman in the game right now, um, or the top.
1: I know what you mean, players.
2: Yeah, I sorry. I see Neilanders their top guy. I'm trying to find Mitch, but I could be wrong that
1: he's ahead of him. Anyway. Um... Just I think Sid deserves more an like, all-time great conversation because like, it's like the the you know like the stupid Mount Rushmore thing or the top five thing and it's you know it's hard to like, kick Gordie Howe off the top five of all-time hockey but like to me Sid is definitely in that conversation like yeah. Yeah. me too like, to, to there's me, no it's, question it's how much longer is he going to play at this well, level did you for? see like, that, that tweet I sent you guys because we were talking about this on Leafs Talk on Saturday and I was saying about how he missed so many games due to uh, like, he missed COVID, he got injured, the lockout. You know, he missed 286 games over his career. Yeah. And at his career points per game, you know, that's around an extra 350 points. 2,000 points. Yeah, he'd be in the conversation. He would be at, you know, the point, the total of the guy here, at least Truth, who tweeted this, I mean, he had 1,880 points. Yeah. And to even take 50 off that or 60 off that, he's still in the, in the spot. He is an all-time great player. We saw
0: Carlson score a goal Saturday night. Were, were you on Kyle Dubas's uh, sink or swim with this guy? That guy can't defend a Wait,
2: lick. Yeah, got,
1: it was a great goal. He also got beat like a rented mule it against Knives going to the net. The first two goals were yeah. his yeah. fault. It's hard to believe that you could be in the league that long
0: and have that much success putting the puck in the net, and you haven't got a clue how to defend in front of your net.
2: You know, this is exactly what we're talking about, where you think eventually you'd go, forget the points. I just need to, like, help my team win and defend and all that sort of stuff. But no, it has not come for him. By the way, um, just, I've been looking at the stats and half distracted. The In terms of even strength points, it's Nylander, Matthews, Tavares, and then Marner on the Leafs. I guess he must have, he's at five on five points. He was really grinding for a way to give him, maybe there's some four on four, the three on three points in there. I don't know, but
1: oh. anyway. Anyway. Even yes. strength, so well I mean Neander has a bunch of in the overtime, overtime points. Overtime points, yeah. That's wow. pro- yeah. So he's looking to give Mitch. Wow. He wanted to give him his, yeah. his due. Uh, That's interesting. Little
0: little credit to to Wall. I mean, Jari was pretty good Saturday night. He yes. made some he made some big saves at uh Why don't you uh, feel
2: better with Wall in there than
1: Samson off watching these games?
0: Wall's just a, fundamentally a better goalie.
1: Yeah. Quiet compared to Pucks go through him a little bit recently, but like he's yeah. not flying around at least. Yeah. That Achari one was well placed and all, yeah. but you got to save there.
2: Probably.
0: Achari, Lafferty.
1: Achari was uh,
0: probably Lafferty, Lafferty out. in Vancouver, <laughs> <Locking shots. Could laughs> scoring goals. Could the Leafs you've, use Lafferty right about now? I don't want to talk five about Five
2: goals and 10 assists Ooh. for Vancouver. Oh.
0: Speed kills penalties. Oh, that's great. We've Sheep. solved nothing. Thirty already an hour? Already 30. an hour, buddy. Oh. Okay, we got the next hour with Brian Lawton. We'll talk Corey Perry. We'll talk Edmonton Oilers and maybe even a little Vancouver. All right, don't go away. Stick with us. Real Kipper and Bourne.